Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. Caroline, we might be a little bit afraid in this segment depending on where this goes, but can you can you put our minds and hearts to rest and tell us if the moon is shrinking or not? <laughs> oh no. Well, it depends on what you think, but mm. yeah, it's shrinking. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Is that what the in Melbourne the other day? Or we... <laughs> it could be. So when we look up at the moon, I think most of us usually see like a stable round ball of rock and it gently orbits the Earth and we all admire it. Effective. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Mm. And people have landed on the moon and there have been lunar landers on the moon. So really the next step that we're heading towards is people going back to the moon and somewhat yep. inhabiting the moon through lunar bases and on this nice, stable, orbiting body of ours. But is it really that stable? Let's investigate. Mm. So really, in fact, it's not that stable. It's actually shrinking. Oh, no. And it's shrinking in size over time. And through this, the moon is experiencing moonquakes. And I think we've mentioned moonquakes earlier. In, about in the past, yeah. but let's go yeah. into a bit more detail. So moonquakes are different to earthquakes. The moon doesn't have the same plate tectonics. Like while the Earth's plates, we have plates, and they move over each other and crash into each other and cause earthquakes on occasion. The moon actually tends to crumple up and forms faults and creases on its surface. And the mm. gravitational forces coming from the Earth also has an effect on the moon, which helps to form these faults as well. Now, the reason for the shrinking of the moon is a theory that about 4 billion years ago, the moon was created out of the Earth and created from debris left over from a planetary collision with the early Earth. And now this debris actually orbited the Earth and came together and that's how the moon formed. That's the theory. Now, first, the moon was a large body of magma and you know, from all that energy and the collision. And it's actually been cooling over time and it did cool down and at about 100 million years it took for it to cool down and it crystallised into the Earth's resident moon. Now, the moon hasn't finished totally cooling yet. It still has some internal heat, some remnant heat from the collision. So as it continues to cool it is actually shrinking. And it's thought that the actively shrinking, it's actually shrinking at about 150 feet every few hundred million years. So it's a slow shrinking. It's not like it's rapidly shrinking. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So now the moon's mass, it shrinks, but the moon's mass is staying the same. So it's not going to have any different effect on the tides of the Earth. And its change in size isn't really noticeable to us on Earth. Like we can't go, oh, the moon looks smaller. No, it's not really that fast. Okay. (laughs) Now, but the moon shrinking can be felt on the moon's surface. And this has been measured by seismometers left on the moon about 
over 50 years ago during the NASA Apollo missions. Yeah, moon quakes are being, have been measured since then. So there's a clue that something's been going on. Now, a series of faults near the south pole of the moon have been examined through the use of the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, which orbits the moon and takes images. And they've been associated with a series of magnitude 5 quakes that occurred in the region. Now, why is the South Pole important? Because this is the region of the moon where the Artemis 3 mission is potentially going to land in 2026. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty important to know. (laughs) The amount of shaking here could be a problem in the future if this is actually a geologically active area. Modelling performed from studying the area has shown that moon quakes would be able to cause strong ground shaking and also cause slip events on existing faults or on the formation of new thrust faults. And this is something really to be considered before anyone lands anything to be permanent lands and has builds anything permanent there. So yeah, I was thinking, um, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. If they were to build a structure because yeah. they're talking about moon bases, this is a real. It's not sci-fi. This is real. This now. is reality. Yes, actually. Yeah. If you if it built on something that was geologically unstable, that could be a hazard, couldn't it? Exactly, exactly. So when the thrust faults cause movement on the surface, they called so they form something called a lobate scarp. And lobate scarps are ridges that form on the moon's surface. There are a couple of issues here, um, and that is that the moon's surface has been hit over time um, by asteroids and comets, which has created a lot of loose sediment and it contains all size fragments from really tiny to boulder size. Like we know that, I remember watching, I watched a replay of like when the first people were on the moon, Neil Armstrong, and they had dust stuck to their suits that wouldn't Ooh. come off. And oh, you wow. could see them. And whenever you see images of astronauts jumping on the moon, mm. dust is around with mm. them. The, this can increase the risk of landslides from the, all the sediment moving when the moon shakes. And this would obviously mm. be damaging to equipment and most importantly to the humans who would be working on any moon base that's being constructed in the area. And mm. the equipment would really need to be quake-proof and since the gravity is one-sixth that of the Earth, a moonquake could cause equipment to bounce up and down during a shaking event. Bounce and, up and down. Um, wow. Okay, so, so well, side yeah. side. of course, yeah, like I say, Earth is made of Teutonic plates because we go side to side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it would I mean, just shake and maybe float yeah. a little bit as it's been shaken. Mm. And the moonquakes have been measured for intensity and dura- duration and some moonquakes can go on for hours, oh, unlike my earthquakes, me. which yeah. are really usually yeah. short and sharp. There'll be a few seconds yeah. and they'll be big, but they'll only be a few seconds. And the moonquakes can actually last a while. It's, it's yeah. different geology. Wow. And so any region of the moon marked for landing and setting up a base would have to be studied very, very carefully, carefully. Yeah. to ensure humans aren't put in harm's way. Definitely. However, mm. it's not... That's a question you might not be able to answer. Mm. Or, so maybe, maybe a thought then if that's the case. Yeah. If they found a space that was geologically stable, mm. because of the way the moon, is there a risk that it could become unstable after, say, after a couple of years, decades or something like that? Well, that's or? a really good question. If you think maybe logically about it, the more it cools and shrinks, there could be new regions yeah. of faults forming. So, you yeah, know, if you want to 
is what I'm getting at. Exactly. And as I mentioned earlier, there are gravitational forces from the Earth having an effect. So this together with the shrinking, the natural cooling and shrinking, yeah, I'd imagine there would be. And we haven't studied the moon's full surface yet. That's something to really consider in the future make the buildings out of Roman concrete, to be honest. Tough stuff, right? Oh, we could it's, try yeah. that. We could try that. I could, I do what Carlo said about the moonquakes. Maybe we can't build structures on the surface. What do you think, Caroline? Maybe put them on some sort of suspension, maybe? That's up to the engineers to come up with something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good yeah, thing right. about humans is that they're extremely intelligent. We've got extremely intelligent humans working for NASA and all the space agencies and... Mm-hmm amazing engineers and they will be able to come up with something for sure. Yeah, whatever structure they build, I'm sure it will be able to stand whatever happens. But I wouldn't imagine that they're going to go, oh, there's a fault, let's land near there. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's safe. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And having said that... Even landing a rocket there, you know what I mean? Whoa, like the, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. I think the current plan is... That SpaceX's Starship is the is going to be the lunar lander this mission. So if that thing lands on the moon, it's full of fuel, right? I'm not sure how these things work. I don't know if being in in a different um, atmosphere and setting like the moon is as risky. But a shaky a shaky surface, a giant rocket, you know, it doesn't sound like a, a safe combination if if they're not if they don't do their homework. Yeah, I can imagine they're not going to spend billions of dollars and not have done their homework so for sure there'd there'd be some investigation before and they've marked the south pole maybe a certain region is shaky maybe another region Mm. is not so bad um but having said this so i'm talking about the moon being really shaky it's not actually all bad news because the, the moon quakes tend to happen only once every hundred days So anyone working there for a period of time won't actually encounter them that often. So it's not like it's constantly shaking. Like the Earth, we're not having earthquakes in a certain area all the time. That's correct. There are some regions that do shake a lot more than others, but there'll be regions where it's relatively quiet. It's something to consider. And also Mm. the, the upside of studying measuring moonquakes along with taking the lunar images means that we are also learning to understand the moon geology a little more. So there are some mm-hmm. positives that come out of this. So yeah. Got, yeah. <laughs> some yeah, things definitely. to think about. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's the shrinking that's moon. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Yeah. We, moon science is fascinating as it is, right? And we... We're going to be learning lots more about the moon in the decades to come. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Really, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah, 2026, if all goes well, the yeah. Artemis mission will put some people there. Yeah. You know, it's not that long I mean, away, really, is it? No, not really. They're not joking. They are dead set serious about permanent structures on the moon where humans work and live and all those kinds of things. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what else comes of it. And then, yeah, like you said, the creative engineering that they would have so that they can withstand potential moonquakes if there are other regions where they want to set up places for humans to live and work as well. Would you would you go to the moon if you could? I wonder if I would or not. Uh, it's such a risky oh, I love Earth. I love the freedom of just being able to breathe and walk around. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Caroline. So, yeah. yeah. As yeah. much as I would love to visit the moon or yeah. any other planet, you know how much I love 
space and you guys too. Like, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm okay with other people going or <laughs> sending out orbiters and landers and rovers for us to be able to get the pictures and the science from it, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah but definitely. hopefully, I would love that if in the future we could, you know, just thinking further than the moon, imagine. One day we'll hopefully get to a place where we're Star Trek and we can, you know, <laughs> have ships, craft that can take us further out and more exploration can be done. Yeah, it's really fun to think about. It's fun when you do a topic like this and it leads on to you further so, yeah. imagination like, and thinking and questions and all of that. The yeah, moon. The moon could look like, it could look like Futurama one day with a theme park and sailors on the moon. Anyway, exactly, exactly, exactly. I like. Oh, there's a couple of things I need to change. Is this year the price? But anyway, that's going to be way, way, way away. Yeah, it's going to be out of our reach for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that, Carla. That's a that's an awesome topic. We love space topics. Yeah, it was fun. And yes, you and I will will drop Roman concrete whenever we can talk. I know. I've realised that now. Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders, and thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Star Wars. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Star Wars.